is everybody doing bad? That wouldn't be good. Simply no, because it's 2022. We haven't recorded since September 4th, 2020. Right. But here we are. We're back. We are people officially for, back. For, Every, people asked for our season two. Everybody was Literally asking my for DMs it. are fucking flooded. I had to... Um, Get off Instagram, I had to silence my phone. <laughs> I actually had to throw my phone away. He has a Nokia now. <laughs> I have a Nokia. That's so funny because I actually had a Nokia once. Really? For yeah. what reason? Not a Nokia, but I had a Windows phone. It was, was like a, a Windows t- phone? It was a touchscreen phone, but it was a square. It was a rectangle. Mm. It was like an iPhone, but like bad. Okay. Yeah, it, just, it just wasn't very good. Um, I never even heard of that. Like, yeah. I thought you were going to say like... I didn't have a Nokia, I actually had an Android. <laughs> that was gonna be like the comparison. No, I had a Windows phone. Okay. Yeah. Whatever that fucking means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the case was built by Nokia and it was like indestructible. Mm. I'm surprised that's like not a thing anymore. Like, I know. We get rid of the indestructible part about phones. Well, planned obsolescence. Like when when Apple like wants your phone to die so that you buy a new one. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. I'm probably Apple's like least favorite person because I have an iPhone seven that's shattered and <laughs> overheats when I call people, <laughs> and I've had it since I was fourteen. <laughs> but it's fine. Wow, that's yeah. like very impressive, though. I totally would get a new phone if I had the means. If y'all know any ways I can get a sugar daddy, let me know. But um, <laughs> as of right now, I don't got it like that. So we're rocking right. iPhone seven. I'm proud of it at this point. I used to like complain about it, uh-huh. but when people when other people try to talk shit about my iPhone seven, you're overstepping. Uh-uh. No, don't shut do it that. down. No, this is my baby. I've had her since I was fourteen. She's yeah. trying. She's trying her absolute she best. Is. She can only receive hate from me. No one else. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. And you're fighting the system. I am. I'm saying fuck capitalism. You don't get my money, Apple. You exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about capitalism on this season. Yeah. Every episode. I, That's all it's going to be. Honestly, every single time I'm not sober or mm-hmm. not in my normal mental state, mm-hmm. um, I end up talking about capitalism and nice. some hot girl shit. Can't wait to have Ashley on the podcast. Just yes. Shout out Ashley. Is Ashley also uh, an anti-capitalism... <clears throat> I mean, I feel like if you're, like, hot and smart, hot girl? you're yeah. not for it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Very good. All the, all the hot girls hate capitalism. They do. Yeah. That's a, that's a fact. And I am one of the hot girls. Period. However, I do spend money to feel something, so it's, it's oh. a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> I hate capitalism, but the serotonin levels are low, so I have to work with what I have. <laughs> me, me talking about how I hate capitalism the day after the night where I bought $120 worth of clothes on Depop. Okay, period. But it's Depop. Also, two of them were shoes, and I need new shoes. Okay. So it, it's actually pretty good. No, yeah. I, I did buy four pairs of shorts that I didn't really need. I kind of needed them. You need shorts. I do need shorts. I don't have that many shorts. I only have like three Everyone pairs of shorts. shorts. Everyone needs shorts. And, and, it's, <laughs> and it's Tempe and Phoenix, so... Yeah. You need Just shorts. wait till it's 110 outside, and you'll be like, oh, I'm so glad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, what are we talking about today? I know we have a few topics. Yeah. First, um, Will and I were talking about what we kind of want this season to be. 
And just to fill y'all in, we don't really know yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) We did not finish the discussion. (laughs) Yeah, we did start talking about it. But we were saying that, like, like, uh, kind of shooting the shits for the first couple episodes, getting the homies on the podcast, getting my shoddy on the podcast if he wants, I don't know. Yeah. And then shooting the shits, you know, getting caught up on each other's lives, and trying to... Not trying to stay away from current events, but trying to stay away from the depressing ones. Yes. Unless something, like, resonates with us and, like, we want to talk about it. But, like, we're not going to force ourselves to talk about depressing shit because that really was a theme in 2020. Yes. Hence, you know, 2020. (laughs) I mean, it did push us into having a podcast, so, like, it's good for our foundation. But, um, yeah, we don't have a certain thing that we're going for. We're just... We're just podcasting. Exactly. We're just getting the ball rolling. Exactly. We're like all the men on TikTok who start a podcast with absolutely no idea yeah, except for we're what way they're going to talk about. We're except better. we're better than that. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. talk about stocks. No. Oh, my God. Or NFTs. NFTs. Not oh going to happen. <laughs> NFTs stands for not going to fucking <laughs> talk about it. The G is silent. <laughs> the G is silent. Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. Um... And we are going to talk about how capitalism sucks at least every time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, it will come up. It will yeah, come up. But as of right now, we're just going to catch up and, you know, give y'all what you're asking in, you know, both of our DMs. Exactly. Because we're really tired of the request. And we are. trying to meet y'all's needs. So here we are. You're welcome. <laughs> and we're giving you this because we, you know, I can't give any of the many people who were requesting my hand in marriage, I can't do that. Just right now. That's not the space that I'm in. Yeah. The space that I'm in is podcasting. Correct. So that's that's what I can give. That's valid. Yeah. So at least like half of your DMs are dealt with. Uh, about half. So I'll have about 500 left. <laughs> yeah. That's and, tough. you know. Well, you got to start somewhere, you know? So here we are. Exactly. Valid. Exactly. So do you have anything that you want to like start with um i could start with this is interesting actually okay yes 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 i have a good thing to start with have i told you that much about the lab that i'm working at no okay have i told you anything a little bit like i I don't even i think it was literally before you started that you got the position yes so take it away all right (laughs) okay okay (laughs) Um, so I am working at a psychology lab. I think, I, I don't even know if I was still a journalism major when we were, no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't because it was sophomore year. Yeah, okay. So I'm a psych major for those who don't know. And as a psych major, you want to do things that are, uh, you know, relevant to your field. So over the summer, I applied to this job or this internship at uh, a lab. And a lab is essentially the groups of people who perform research so it involves the uh you know the doctor who you know presides over the lab and is like the head of the research so they're the one that get you know handle getting the grants and handle um you know the general direction of the research and then there's like grad students and then there's undergrad students and you know yada 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 so i'm an undergrad obviously i'm a junior and um i found out also I think I only have two semesters left of like classes. Just recently? Yeah, like I checked my 
you know, yeah. major map. All the homies are graduating early, except for like me and Karina. That's tough. Yeah, and I didn't plan on it either. It's weird. Let's be nice. That's money you get to pocket. <laughs> True. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the lab is where you do research, essentially. And um, I applied for a research assistant position. Was it, like, through ASU, or you just... Yes, so it's an it's a ASU lab. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's called the Heart Lab, and Heart stands for Healthy Experiences and transitions across relationships the and counts in the acronym <laughs> the across doesn't okay. for some reason Noted. it doesn't make sense they tried it was a reach it, it's like, definitely just a reach and just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so um so it's studying the relationships in adolescents and young people and um specifically it's studying the um how early relationships, so relationships with early peers and with parents, um, can affect later romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds super interesting. It is very, very interesting. And so the study that I'm working on right now is uh, called the uh, Digital Dating Abuse Study, which is essentially where we've taken screenshots from this other study that we're also doing it at the same time. I'm not a part of it, but um, uh, we've taken the same screenshots from that study, which uh, were screenshots where people would provide. Um, there were there were four categories for that sort for that study, but there was only two that were relevant to the DDA study, which was provide a screenshot of um, uh, a time in which um, you or your partner. Uh, like asked the other for location data, um, and then provide a screenshot of when you and your partner were like having a conflict, um, or like having a disagreement or something. Um, and so we go over all of those screenshots and we code them, uh, which is essentially like categorizing the things in them um, into these different behaviors that fall into digital dating abuse. So, it's, it's mostly um, things that fall under the category of like emotional abuse, because obviously you can't really physically abuse somebody over text, um, but you can emotionally abuse somebody over text. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that, you know, especially a lot of like older researchers um, just don't understand. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole point behind the study is Dr. Ha, the um, researcher who's at our lab, who's amazing, she's awesome, um, uh, wanted to get across to the field because there's been essentially no studies on how couples treat each other over the internet. Um, and it's not just studying things like texting, it's also screenshots of like Instagram comments and like, you know, oh, it's so messy. <laughs> It's the messiest thing you could ever imagine, and it's amazing. Um, so, like, you know, we get screenshots where it's like, I saw that he liked this other girl's photo that I've told him not to like, and it won't even be a screenshot of them confronting them about it. Maybe like the screenshot of him liking the picture or something. Exactly. <gasps> oh my god. 
Yeah. Can you imagine, like, instead of spilling the tea to, like, your homies, it's, like, to a research lab? <laughs> Literally. That's crazy. Literally. Um, and there, <laughs> there are, like, a billion um, screenshots that I remember because they're so audacious mm-hmm. and, like, hilarious. But what are your what are your thoughts on that, just in general? Um, well, are, are, like, names covered and everything, like... Yes, yeah. names are usually covered. Usually if there's like a last name, it'll be covered. Okay. Um, but usually if there's a first name, it'll just be on there. That's so interesting. I think it's really cool when like research concepts are new just because I feel like everything, I was talking to Ashley about this too, like every every idea seems regurgitated and not original. Yes. Um, but like, I don't know, I think that's really cool that you're like already a part of that. Like Ashley and I were talking about because I took this like technology and health class, and they were talking about how they're testing like the water, mm-hmm. like wastewater in different cities and different areas, and collecting data on it and making like full ass conclusions about it. Mm-hmm. Like they're able to um, identify which communities were having like higher numbers in COVID before the test could tell everyone because it was COVID was in the water. Like, just oh. shit like that. Like, that's, like, up and coming. Whoa. And, like, so it's just really cool that, like, you're already part of that data collection and that research and, like, finding all these, like, conclusions about shit that literally affects our daily life. Like, yeah. that's really cool that you're part of it. And also, like, that makes a lot of sense that older people don't even acknowledge that there's that whole field to study. Like, people don't think about relationships online. But, like, yeah. at least for me, like, Literally, that's how Peggy and I met, like, on fucking Tinder. <laughs> exactly. Um, or at a festival, if that's not your business. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I think it's really cool, too. And, like, th- there have been other studies where people have been surveyed about this stuff. Um, but there hasn't been one in which, um, like, a coding system has been used. Mm. So we essentially, like... And I wasn't really a part of this. This was a little before I came on. Um, I've just been doing the coding. Um, but they essentially like came up with this coding system on their own. Um, Wait, coding for what? Like. Uh, so coding is like, it'll be like a list of behaviors. So, um, so in the, the general categories are transgressions. And so usually they go in order, but they, they can go in any order. This is actually a big topic of controversy in the uh, when we're actually coding because for a long time we thought it had to go in the certain order and if if it uh, if you didn't get the first one even if the third one was present you wouldn't code for the third one, um, but then we like looked at it and it, it can actually like it's interdirectional like it can go in any direction and it was like a big moment because it was just a funny it was a funny meeting. Um, but the four main categories are transgressions, which is essentially where it starts, usually. And it's just somebody doing something wrong. So that would be like, um, it's like spending time with another person, uh, spending time with a perceived rival. That's who we call it. Um, okay. <laughs> this is so interesting. <laughs> no, it's so, in- it's so cool. Perceived rival. I'm going to start calling bitches that. <laughs> Oh, her, she's a perceived rival. <laughs> PK, I saw you were hanging out with my perceived rival. 
Um, so yeah, it's like hanging out with the perceived rival. It's like, um, you know, uh, one of them, this is so sad that we have to have this on there, but one of them is, um, being friends with, uh, people of the opposite gender on social media. Like that's just a whole category? That's a whole, that's a whole thing. I've, I've coded for that multiple times. Yeah. Um, so those are like transgressions and then there's, um, negative affect, which is essentially where somebody just says that they're not feeling good. Um, and that's a pretty small category. It's pretty self-explanatory. And then there's, um, uh, digital monitoring, which is things like tracking location data, tracking somebody's snap score, tracking, um, like when somebody's active on social media. Like if somebody's <laughs> yes, all the time, um, like people will be you know tracking uh, tracking when their partners on social media and like not texting them, and then they'll text them and they'll be oh, like, they you, call them out. yeah, they'll be like, I you had a text for me that you didn't. Wait, so open. are all of these things like considered abuse or just bad? Like, yes, okay, pretty much. <laughs> okay. And, you know, it's not like... I kind of um, get that with, like, the tracking and everything like that. It's yeah. It's very unnecessary. Yeah. And it's abuse in the, in the idea that, you know, these situations can happen. Like, you could be upset at your partner for, like, hanging out with somebody that, um, you know, uh, that you had told them not to or whatever. Or that you just didn't want to and you hadn't told them not to. Um, okay. But it's usually in the in the digital monitoring when it's unconsensual and in the retaliation, which is the last category that usually like makes it, you know, abuse okay. technically. And some of the transgression behaviors certainly could be considered abuse. Most of them are designed so that if you're coding for it, it's, it's pretty much abuse. I mean, that's, you know, the whole point of the study. Um, but the retaliation behaviors are really where it's at usually. Um, What's, like, an example of that? Uh, so it's, like, some of the typical stuff, like, gaslighting, guilt tripping. Um, there's stuff, like, uh, there's a bunch of different categories. There's, like, avoidance, where, like, uh, you know, you'll turn off red receipts. Or, like, um, uh, you'll stop sharing location data during mm -hmm. a fight. That's one of them. Um, there's... What's the first one? Oh, there's a category that's called contempt, where it's like cursing at your partner, calling them names, uh, stuff like that. Um, and I think, you know, the, the point of the study is like, we, ha we see these behaviors online, like cursing at your partner, stalking them on Instagram when they haven't consented to it. And we don't really look at it as like bad, like we kind of look at it as like a natural consequence of having those freedoms yeah. to, for you know monitoring and the freedom to like express yourself over text rather than to their face. Yeah. But if you took any of these behaviors and you like translated them into like what they would be in real life without technology, they're very clearly abusive. Yeah, that's and, like, crazy. Not okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That is so good that there's like research being done on that because like literally no one has guidelines. Like everyone, ha a lot of people have social media, 
and there's no like rule book there's no there's no morals like yes like that's really set out like you you kind of know like what to do and what not to do Mm -hmm. but because there's no like no one no adult was teaching us like it's not nice to do this to someone or like it's not okay to do that or like there's no one there to tell us what the boundaries should be yeah in regards to like how it affects relationships and stuff so that literally like opens up a whole new thing especially because like like a lot of the our lives like we spend a lot of our time on social media and it does affect our relationships and it like creates drama in friend groups or in like partnerships and whatnot like for people to call it abuse and like you know translate it into how it would be like in real life like is super important and like giving us at least pushing us in the direction of like knowing what our boundaries like should be and like what is good and bad because literally exactly. it's a fucking free for all like it everyone, is you know like some people don't find any issue with like liking other people's pictures and like some people think it's like a big deal and everyone's you know perceptions of that is so different and so like, yeah i feel like making some things objective would be really helpful exactly and like not only did you know adults not get the chance to like set boundaries for us on social media, mm-hmm. but because, you know, they didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, but, like, we, as, like, young people, like, really young people, like, middle schoolers, set the boundaries for ourselves, mm-hmm. but they were terrible boundaries yeah. because we were middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, we have these, like, uh, you know, um, cultural expectations about what is okay and what's not okay on social media and through text. Um that are just so bad it's like a whole ass like mental environment that is like huge for a whole ass you know maybe one and a half generations or like you know other people be using social media yeah but um i think millennials can get in on it too yeah like that's a whole ass mental environment that we've that research has literally been ignoring because exactly that's crazy and it's not like it's a new concept, like, that we should have been doing this shit, like, when MySpace <laughs> yeah. was a thing, like... Just no, like, really. Because it was supposed to be, like, self-expression and, like, communicating, but, like, because it's a form of communication, there needs to be rules and morals and... Yes. And all that, which is so dumb that we have just... I mean, I don't know how many other people are doing research on it, but it mm-hmm. seems like a very important thing to do. No, it's... Because it's literally... Like, why did I have Instagram at, like, 12, not knowing what the fuck I was supposed to be doing? Like, Literally. What was okay? I think, like, the only thing that they taught us, which is very important, um, is, like, your digital footprint and, you know, being safe on the internet. Right. Safe, quote-unquote, whatever that fucking means, but, <laughs> like, that's kind of it. Which is, like, yeah. I mean, fine, considering, like, the timeline, but we need to get that out of the way. But now that we know that relationships are literally formed on the internet, that, like, or maintained, like, needs to mm-hmm. have some rules. Yeah. <laughs> so that I, makes sense. I think even still, like, a lot of people aren't taught, like, how to be safe on the internet. That's true. Like, I remember we had a, um, the, the fact that this class was so instrumental to my development as a person who, like, grew up on the internet is really funny because it was such a one-off random thing. But in... I want to say, like, fifth or sixth grade, we had one class, not even, like, a a full year class, like, literally one block of class that 
it was usually supposed to be, um, I think, like, the computer lab time or, like, but that was usually, like, a class. Like, we were usually yeah. doing things. Um, or it was, like, the Spanish time, but it was the Spanish class that we would go to the computer lab for. It was something. And it got replaced one day by, like, an internet, um, internet thing, internet class. And it was taught by, um, just one of the normal teachers who, like, barely knew what the internet was. Okay. <laughs> it was really, but she was, like, super old, too. Um, so she, you know, she, she was teaching things off of a piece of paper, and you could tell that, like, you know, she barely even knew what was going on on the paper. But it was about, like, how to search things, and then the, the main part of it was how to tell what websites are sketchy and not useful, and which ones are useful and not sketchy. And a lot of the principles from that, like, really applied to things like Instagram, where you get, like, bot accounts. Oh, yeah. And being able to tell if those are sketchy or oh. not. Um, and that was literally just, like, a random class that I easily could have not had. Yeah. Damn. Um, and I think a lot of people don't get that. That's true. I didn't get uh, how to use an internet class. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, like, I did have so many redundant classes in college where they mm -hmm. did that. And, like, this is a useful source, and this is not. And, like, this really? is how you use ASU library. And, like, bitch, I know how to use a fucking, like, search bar. Like, <laughs> and I know not to use Wikipedia. Thank you. I'm now, you know, how many years in the school that you're telling me this. Uh -huh. It's just irritating, but... Yeah, that, I mean, like, I think the only thing I learned in, like, terms of using the internet was, like, an internet safety thing, which was crazy because it was, mine was in high school, uh -huh. and this guy came, and he could have gone it, uh, he could have gone about it a different way, but he, like, screenshotted people's Instagrams from my school and like block, blocked out their faces uh -huh. and was like, oh, and now I know this person and like called her out and said, she knows, she goes to this school and she's running blah, 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 blah. Oh my started God. started reading her. Are and you like, kidding me? huge, but there's like 400 people, like <laughs> at least, like maybe not do that. And literally everyone, it was so crazy because like everyone knew exactly who it was. Uh -huh. <laughs> but her <laughs> caption, the way she was standing, her body, like everyone was like, that's, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so. <laughs> and then she was just like, well, yo, what the fuck? Wow. It was just like a whole thing to say like, this is how easy it was to find all these things about this girly that goes here. <laughs> like, that's wild. Yeah, and he was like this older white man, like totally scary, but he was actually <laughs> there to like teach us something. But yeah, that was about it. And then, yeah, I think that was, that was literally huh. it in regards to using the internet. Did people like take note of that? Did people like start privating their accounts and like making it harder I mean, to find I, info? I don't know. I, my shit was always private just because I think that's weird. I don't want people lurking. Yeah. And there are old uh, thirsty men on Instagram, so yeah. thank you. But um, I think a lot of girlies kept their shit on public. Just <laughs> 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 because, I don't know, we had like cute fits. I don't, I don't know the reasoning. No, yeah. But um, I think after she probably went private. Mm -hmm. But. I mean, she definitely went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but that's about it. Yeah, no one really teaches you, like, like etiquette or mm -hmm. what's... I mean, I don't know. Just in general, I feel like people don't know what is abuse. Like, even my my mother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, we don't have a code name for her, so I'm just saying my mother. Like, oh, we had a code name, right, last season? Not for my mom. We had 
other code names for other people that we won't discuss. <laughs> <laughs> we had Rachel and Steve. Rachel and Steve. <laughs> and Rachel oh my god. So I didn't know like what the code names were. <laughs> I don't know what to call my mom. That's oh, no. so I'm funny. I'm grown. I can call her my mom. Like my mom be giving me issues, but <laughs> like people in general just don't know like what abuse is and what boundaries are and yeah. all that all that stuff. So I think it's helpful to know how to use that you know, go about those things on the internet and not abuse people that way. No, like, definitely. in general, a lot of people don't even know what is manip- manipulation and abuse and emotional abuse, all that. No, yeah. Stuff. But now, now it is also on, you know, technology, which is super awesome. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Can I tell you about my favorite screenshot? Yes. It's so good. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, by the way. Yeah, I, I was going to ask. I was like, are you allowed to be sharing this research? Uh, I'm, I'm probably six am. listeners. Don't, don't be don't <laughs> yeah, running y'all's mouth. Like, just, okay? Just just keep just, it. Yeah. Wait, look on Google Scholar in six months, all right? Yeah, you'll see it. We'll be there. <laughs> um, but, so, okay. It was this couple, and they were arguing. And you know how in real life this is another one of the things where like if you translated it to real life it would be fucking crazy okay. so um there is a couple and they're arguing and when you're arguing in real life you can kind of you know say something under your breath and then the other person will be like what and then you can be like nothing <laughs> and then i love the like reenacting it <laughs> <laughs> no it's essential it's essential and they'll never know what you said like, they can insinuate that you said something, like, mean about them. Yeah. But the whole point is that they don't hear you. Yeah. So, these, this couple's having an argument over text. And the dude um, has, like... Damn, I probably can't say this on the podcast. <laughs> because this is supposed to be, like, confidential. I'll just cut this part out. I think we can keep the first part in. Okay, but it's just also, a scenario. Just, like, don't name drop. It is. So, like, but it's a very unique happened... scenario. Okay. I was going to say, it could happen to anyone. <laughs> It could happen to anyone, but it only happened to one person within this study. Uh, okay. So well. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask my people about it. Okay. Um, but I bet. I bet we can keep the first part. We'll see. Yes, I am allowed to share this information, and you are allowed to share it too. So start up some conversations about it in the real world. Touch grass. But I need to tell you about it okay. <laughs> because it's hilarious. Okay. So um, they're arguing and the, the guy has like, uh, it's not, you can't directly tell if he has like a drinking problem, but he clearly like drinks. Like okay. it's like a regular occurrence, I guess. And the girl is upset with him and the girl says, um, the girl is like trying to initiate a conversation about the problem and the guy is kind of like, Blowing, yeah, brushing it off. And so the girl goes, um, maybe if you had a few drinks in you, you'd be more willing to talk over text. So she types it out and sends it. And the, the guy goes, what? And the girl goes, nothing. No. <laughs> over text. I think you means, can't look at that shit. Yes. It's right there. It's right there. Oh, my God. We're different, like so different. We're different. <laughs> like the the thought process, and then what's even crazier is the guy pretended like he didn't. No, even yeah. Hear why it. did he say? Well, maybe he meant like elaborate, or like why are you weaponizing my drinking problem again? No, no, no. <laughs> he didn't even mention it after that. 
He just continued the conversation. <laughs> what kind of eight brain pattern is that? What? Like, did yeah. you blink when she sent it or something? I, like... I, just, I just don't know. Okay. I just simply don't know. That's so embarrassing. Please. For both. Yeah. Truly for both. Yikes, Ongui. That's just kind of funny. Yeah. No, it was hilarious. We okay. we we laugh so much when we code this stuff. Exactly. Like, it's great. I mean, <laughs> it's funny in the meetings because like, it's uh, I don't know. I I literally have no idea why this is, but uh, I usually have like the funny screenshots. And like the funny takes on the screenshots, even though all my takes are serious. Yeah. Um, usually. That seems so fun. No, it's it's very fun. It would be so hard. I mean, I'm sure you don't have direct contact with the people like you do, but mm-hmm. um, like it'd be so hard for me to know, like, girl, dump him. Like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had the connections, I'd be like, what? Yo, what's her phone number? <laughs> no, that's that's what happens too because. We can't do that, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, we'll be going through these screenshots, and it'll be this, like, terrible conversation. Like, this just awful, like, clearly abusive, like, nice. uh, on both sides. Like, it'll just be terrible. Toxic. And the contact name will be, like, Jeremiah, king emoji, heart emoji. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like, why haven't you broken up with him? Why are you still together? I can't even talk shit. Like, I just feel like when you're in your field and you're down bad, like, literally anything will get past your fucking peanut brain. Like, literally, so dumb. Like, I'm sure we've all, you know, been down bad and dealt with some bullshit that we did not need to. Uh-huh. It's called growth. You have to... No, yeah, that's true. You have to go through that dumb shit sometimes. That's true. And you don't have to. You have to go through the dumb shit if you weren't taught to communicate well. Yes. <laughs> or, like, create boundaries for yourself. Yeah, that's true. But... I personally have to learn things the hard way, so. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any toxic shit right now, so I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> there could be in like a week, but. No, no. I'm not claiming that negative energy. So good. No. Good, good, good. We're on a healthy shit, simply. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. That does sound very fun. So, I'm just studying the people who are not on that healthy shit. Yeah. Could not be me. You will not get the screenshots from me. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, that's funny. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, like, my biggest life update, I guess. I mean, I got a cat. What's its name? Its name is Cornbread, <laughs> and it's a girl, and she's, like, seven weeks old. Oh, she's a little baby. Yeah, she's a yeah, baby. She well, The first time I met her, she could fit, like, in, the, in my hand. Fuck up. And that's now, so it's only been, like, four or five weeks since I met her. Like, I hold her like this mm-hmm. now, and her back end is here, and her front end is here. Like, she's grown so much. Oh my gosh. It's wild. One of the students I tutor, um, I guess it's an update too, but mm-hmm. one of the students I tutor uh, has a, I don't know, I always forget the name of the, like, type of cat it is, but it's like a wiener dog cat. Like, <laughs> a wiener dog like, cat? Like, miniature. And she's really tiny and okay. she's not gonna grow. Like her legs are literally this big and they're not Oh gonna wow. Grow. Yeah. Huh. So she's really cute and I love her. That is adorable. What's her name? Sassy. Her name's Sassy. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. But literally too. every time I go to their house, like I wish I had cats because they're just so 
fucking cute. <laughs> and they're so entertaining. Like, no, seriously. I feel like they're more entertaining than dogs. Like, dogs will give you all the unconditional love factor. Like, they'll cuddle you and, like, play with you and, you know, do whatever you want them to. But cats, they're, like, Miss Independent. Like, they do whatever exactly. the fuck they want when they want. Exactly. And they're also very entertaining. Like, they keep themselves entertaining. Yes. Which I love. And yes. they're so cute and cuddly. And then it makes you value, like, their love even more. Because exactly. it's, like, it's selective. Yeah. Not that I don't, like, I love dogs. I yeah, I'm going to have a dog as soon as I can, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a different kind of love for cats. Like, they're different. You have to earn cats love. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that just makes it a little bit, feel, feel a little bit more special. Yeah. So you, you could go up to a dog on the street and immediately they love you. Which is magical. <laughs> exactly. I'm not shitting on it. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love that about dogs. But cats, you got to work for it. It's like a whole ass exactly. thing you got to earn, which is, makes it all that much better, you know? Like, literally, you know, I've had cornbread for, I've had cornbread, um, what was, what was I saying? Oh, I've had cornbread, my cat cornbread, whose That's name is the best name. cornbread, and I chose that name, cornbread, for her. And what is I, it? Cor- cornbread. Cornbread. Young <laughs> <laughs> Girl's Diaper Season 2, except for it's just us saying cornbread. Cornbread <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Corporate, 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 if you get corporate. anything out of this episode and what season two is going to be, it's cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> it's cornbread. We're going to have a cornbread update. No, yeah. Every... Whoever, whoever listens to or says they listen to this podcast or this episode in particular, I'm be like, what word did we use the most? Yes. Hmm? And then that's how, how I'll know if they're lying to me or not. We have to start doing that. That's like a oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That... Okay. The, the code word yes. for this episode is cornbread. Exactly. That's so funny. Um, but no, that's what I say about cats all the time. Like, you know, uh, I've had corn. <laughs> I've had corn. <laughs> for, <Jesus> like, <laughs> for like five weeks. Mm-hmm. And just in the past, maybe not five weeks, maybe like four or three and a half, something like that. Just in the past few days, she started sleeping on my bed, like sleeping with me oh, at that's night. So sweet. And it's like, it's taken me like three, four weeks. To get to that point, and now that we've gotten to that point, it's like so special, because special. you know I can tell that I've earned her trust. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet. You know what she did last night? Last night, maybe this was two nights ago. She was she gets really energetic like right when I go to bed. Like she'll usually be energetic for maybe like 30, 45 minutes after I go to bed, and then she'll calm down a little bit. Um, she was, you know, being energetic, playing around. And I could hear her playing with the toys. And it was quiet for a while. And then I hear her. So I'm like on my bed, on my pillow. I'm facing the wall. And there's like a foot. There's like six inches of pillow in front of me. In between the wall. And I hear her come around the side of the bed. And I hear her jump up on the pillow. And I open my eyes. And she's like right in front of me. And she's got a toy in her mouth. And she puts the toy down right in front of me. That's so cute. And then just like leaves. She gave you a little gift. She gave me. She gave me a toy. That's okay. She gave me one of her toys. So, I'm not saying I'm like a great cat owner or anything. But you are. But I think I'm a pretty good cat owner. 
or I feel very proud of myself. No, you should. That, that yeah. is very validating. Yeah. That's how I feel with um, my plants. Not that they like give me toys or anything, but <laughs> when they're just like alive, I'm like, oh, period. I'm completely no, alive because before I used to literally kill succulents. Not that I don't kill <laughs> succulents anymore, but like, look at this shit. I'm, I be keeping shit alive. No, this is amazing. Animal. I got a baby bromeliad in. Honestly, a lot of it is pothos because I like a low-maintenance plant mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, like, I don't know. Like, succulents are low-maintenance, but I either do too much or do too little. I like mm. a routine with my plants, and I can't figure it out with the succulent. But right. it is very validating when they're alive. Like, this guy was four leaves when we bought him. Wow. Um, yeah. That's amazing, though. Right. Like, and the fact that you've, like, clipped it up to the plastic thing mm-hmm. yeah he's thriving they look great thank you so much they really look great and just like the fact because i'm assuming they all have different little routines right um for the most part some days i if i feel like watering all of them i will but mm-hmm. like it'll just be like a little spray of water right but yeah they have like not like super solid routines i feel like at this point we're kind of just seeing what the vibe is mm-hmm. but like for the most part i mean they're pretty taken care of so I mean, clearly. Because, like, with my plants, I have four plants. Four? Five? Four or five. And one of them is quite small. Yeah, I have five. Yes, I have five. Because I have the sweet potato. Oh, okay. One of them is quite small. And then two of them are really big. And then two of them are kind of medium. And I just water them all on the same day. Because, like... That works, honestly, sometimes. It does work. It doesn't work. It kind of works. It works for the most part. Um, but like if I had to do anything other than that, like I would be totally lost. Like my plants would be dead. Um, I have this cactus, the one on the left, um, Mm -hmm. that was actually on the sidewalk. It like fell off of another cactus just outside, like in downtown Phoenix. Uh Um, and now he's here Wow. and he's pretty low maintenance. I just had to like dry out his, well, I had to cut the end of it and Mm -hmm. then dry it out for a little bit and then put it in soil. And he's just chilling now. So hopefully he has roots now. I honestly have no idea. Amazing. He's really cute. Right? For those that can't see, it's like a little... It's like the end of an arm of a cactus. It's mm-hmm. very small. But it, it it goes in, and then it's got a little bulb. A little cactus bulb. Yeah. On the really end. It's, it looks like a little person. Mm-hmm. All my cactus... All my cacti look like little people. <laughs> Which is real. He looks like a person too. Yeah, he's the one who wants a hug. That's what PK and I always say. No, that's because like he's really rich, so accurate, right? Yeah. So cute. He used to be in that little llama container, but mm-hmm. he just got too big, so mm-hmm. we had to upgrade him. You know. Nice. But yeah, well that's fun. Um, my updates. I'll um, summarize them. Mm-hmm. I was. A caretaker that was even um, after like how do I say it like after the podcast ended in mm-hmm. 2020 like then I got the job as a caretaker starting in 2021 so I was a caretaker for this kid um, and he had auti- he has autism not has <laughs> he still has it um, he lost and, it <laughs> yeah. um, I wish um, but I was his caretaker for a while, worked with him all summer too, like eight hours a day with him. And he's already, like, he's improved a lot because I used to help him with 
school and stuff and he used to have like a lot of breakdowns and now he's like pretty calm for the most part hmm. um he's a really good listener which he used to not be mm-hmm. and now he sings songs and identifies letters and animals oh, so he's wow. thriving yeah um but yeah he's nonverbal and mm-hmm. he was like pretty low functioning he can like get food for himself now and stuff so he's definitely improved but i worked with him for a while the company was not great there was a couple times where i didn't get paid or the other caretakers wouldn't show up so I'd have to do extra hours without notification Mm. and it was just a mess and I was getting like underpaid considering what my job was because I also took care of his two older brothers um, who were still like somewhat dependent on adults being around so I feel like and I was like maintaining their house and stuff. The the older brothers were problems more than yeah. The kid, a <laughs> yeah. lot of the times, right? Yeah, they're like 14 and the other one was 8. Um, and they just like argue a lot. I love all of them. There's everyone that was like, they're like a, another family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was just a lot of work for a little bit of money. Um, and then I was job searching for a while. And I like literally applied to like 20 jobs like at least just random I, like, I applied to work at the zoo like mm-hmm. random <laughs> um and then there's this tutoring job and I did tutoring in high school for like a year at Southern Learning whatever the fuck it's called and I really enjoyed it I any job that has to do with children I'm fucking there I love kids um so I saw another tutoring job not thinking I would get it because literally every single time I applied to a job I wouldn't get it but then they offered and the pay was really good and I'd be in charge of my own schedule and whatnot. So now I have four students that I go to every week. Oh wow. Yeah, I see them multiple times a week. Um, I feel like last time we talked about it, it was like one. Yeah, and that's four. And I love all of them. And one of the families that I work with, um, uh, they have a seventh grader that I work with. Mm. And their family is like literally immaculate. Like they take me to the aquarium, just like hang out with them. and. And they're saying that, like, I was a good, good role model, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. We, like, did mini golf. Like, we go on, like, little, like, outings outside Aww. of do- doing tutoring, which is really fun. And honestly, like, and also we have talked about, like, me and their mom. Um, well, they're, like, Native American, but we were talking about, like, I don't know. I was noticing some, like, slight aggressions from like uh people who I don't know if they were aggressions but they felt like aggressions and we were just like kind of shooting the shit about it and Mm -hmm. like you know stuff like that so we like connected immediately like when I first met their family and then we're just like on the same page about a lot of things and like they're just really affirming that like I'm in the right place at the right time kind of thing and yeah they've just been really great to me so that's really fun, and I started running therapy, yeah. which is really awesome um, and expensive, but I have, like, a really good support system going for me, which I couldn't confidently say before. <laughs> um, I mean, I always have the homies, obviously, but, like, um, it's good to have the homies as, like, an outlet, but, you know, therapists have the tools to, like, actually fix the problems you're ranting about Yeah. to some degree, so... That's really good, and um, I was also single, I think. No, I wasn't. That's a lie. 
When, when was your last episode? September 4th, 2020. Okay, yeah. I met PK in September. Mm-hmm. Maybe so late September? Se- Mid-September? Yeah. Well, it was like, our last episode was the beginning of September, so I right. think Ming was single. Yeah. I think. Anyways, the point is... <laughs> <laughs> the point is, there's a guy called PK. I don't know the timeline, clearly. Um, well, I do. It's just out of my brain. My brain is small, but... Um, yeah, no, I... Me and my shoddy have been together for, like, a year and a half, basically. Yeah. So, or almost a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And that's been really fucking good. Um, and, yeah. And hopefully we'll have, like, him on the podcast. Ashley wants to be on the podcast. If you're listening, you want to be on the podcast, you can be on the podcast. Honestly, if you're listening, you probably know one of us, and that's good enough to get you on the podcast. Yeah, and if you don't, introduce yourself on the podcast. <laughs> that would actually be so much fun, though. No, yeah, we'd have so much to talk about. Yeah. yeah A whole fun. new person. Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, tell the world about PK. I'm sure they want to know. Uh, all six of you guys want to know? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll have more listeners by then. But, um... Where do I start? I don't know. Like, I don't know if he wants us out there, but he me on Tinder. <laughs> um, he calls me a Tinder veteran, which is like, uh, I don't really think that's like, <laughs> that's like horrible. <laughs> Derogatory. Like, you know, literally, I was like, uh, ow, okay. It wasn't my choice that I was on Tinder for a while. I was just, it was just tough. Uh-huh. Um, I did think that I was fully gay before I met PK. And then we had oh, a lot of chemistry, right. so I found out that I wasn't fully gay. I'm I saying fully that. because I'm bi, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, I don't know, like, we just hit it off immediately, and then it's just been really good from there, like, um, not to shit on any other, you know, guy I've talked to, but like, they, no, we can they do have that. all sucked ass. We can do that. <laughs> I, I go right to it. Um, but no, I don't know, like, PK literally just... Ew, I don't want to talk talk about him. Let's speak too much. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I, I want to, like, hype him up, but, like, not do too much. Uh-huh. Just know that I love him, okay? That's not his business! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay. Are we pulled off? No, <laughs> I'm still sweating. I'm sweating. Because <laughs> I don't know where the line is. Because, like, mm-hmm. I could talk about that man for, like, 30 minutes straight. Right. So I just had to cut myself off. And, like, I don't know how much I want to share with you bitches. Mm. Mm. You Period. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny that you mentioned um, the fact that I totally forgot about, which is the fact that you were, like, uh, you know, questioning if you were uh, fully gay or not. Yeah, only half. <laughs> <laughs> because in the time since we uh, recorded the last episode, I have kind of started on that journey. Um, it started, I will, I will tell the story of how it started because it's very funny. Um, I was on TikTok one day and at this point I thought I was fully straight. Like I had never had an attraction to a man whatsoever. I was on TikTok (laughs) and I was scrolling through and I get a lot of, you know, TikTok content about, um, uh, you know, socialism, revolutionaries, um, socialist history, stuff like that. And a TikTok uh, came on the page. I forget which one came first. I think, yeah. So TikTok came on the page of Malcolm X talking, um, just talking. It was an interview. 
and you can actually look it up on on YouTube. It's very easy. It's called you just look up like Malcolm X um, uh, knife knife in the back, okay. something like that. It's a clip where an interviewer asks him, um, uh, "Do you think we've made progress on racial relations in this country?" And Malcolm X goes, um, he goes, "Well." If you stab somebody in the back with a knife that's eight inches and you take it out four inches, that's not progress. Ooh, it's a great quote, okay, first of all. Yeah. He says, and he goes on, he says, uh, progress is not only taking out the knife, but dressing the wound, cleaning the wound, making sure the wound is fully healed. And then he says, y'all haven't even taken the knife out yet. Mm. Or no, no, he says, y'all don't even want to admit the knife is there. And then he says, okay. <laughs> and then he says that, and he like smirks, and I felt my first gay thoughts. <laughs> You're like, um, something LGBTQ plus just happened. No, <laughs> I am so dead serious when I say like I watched that video and I, <laughs> yeah, I like my jaw dropped and like my face went blank and I was like, what? What a is beautiful sexual awakening happening. Which is, it's very beautiful, but it's also so inappropriate because Malcolm X didn't like white people for yeah, most of his life. Yeah, it wasn't for a thirst trap for some, like, no. one-year-old white man to be like, oh my god, he's so sexy. <laughs> like, this was not the purpose No, I'm, I'm, okay, I know that, but, like, it's also, like, a little bit more, like, like, I don't know, like, mine was, mm -hmm. um, I, I'm gonna be embarrassed. I don't remember this girl's name. She passed away. But okay. um, she was, I think her name was Santana on Glee, but she was like okay. one of the cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ooga. And like, oh, it's just like a bitch on, on Glee, you know? Mm -hmm. Not a bitch, because, you know, whatever. But yeah. um, I was just like, oh my god, like this man saying this like profound thing. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it makes sense, though, because like, you know, in anybody that I'm attracted to, I say anybody now because I assume it's not just women, yeah. but for the most part, this has been in women because for the most part, I'm still very heterosexual for the most part. So I guess not very. Like, okay. If I had to give a percentage, I'd say I'm like 5% not okay. heterosexual. Right. Okay. Now, which is still more than nothing. So would you like be op open to... So you're still, okay, let's say you start dating again mm -hmm. today, mm -hmm. or tomorrow, mm -hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> okay, today, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what difference that makes. Okay, let's just say you start dating soon. The day after tomorrow, <laughs> this weekend. On Thursday of next week. <laughs> Would you, like, be open to, well, 5% seems like not enough to date a man. No, I don't think it is. Okay. I think it's enough to be just open. Like Moment. Yes, <laughs> to have some wooga moments. I think if I saw like a guy and I was attracted to him, and it was like a, a party or something, I would be open to like having a little smooch, okay. you know, like a re like a real like smooch. Okay. You know, because I've never, never kissed a man before. I feel like a middle schooler talking <laughs> about this, but I've never, I've never kissed a guy before. Like yeah, that's right. a that's a real thing. And uh, but now I feel like because I never felt like I'd be open to it because I thought I was straight and now I'm like oh maybe I'm open to it yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now gotcha. but it was also funny because that same day that same TikTok session 
I was scrolling more, <laughs> and a, a TikTok came up of uh, Thomas Sankara, who was the um, communist leader of. Uh, I always forget the fucking country. I want to say, it's it's a country in Africa. I want to say it's Burma, but I could be wrong. It also might have been called something different back then. This was in like the nineteen. 60s, 70s, 50s, something like that. Um, but he was one of the um, most prominent communist leaders in Africa. Um, <coughs> he, like, increased literacy rates from, like, 13% to, like, 75% oh, in, like, three years. He elected a bunch of women to positions of power. Um, he... Uh, disallowed the use of like private jets and private cars for government officials um so they had to like work at the same level as everybody else essentially um he was just amazing like overall amazing and uh it was it was just a video of him like doing speeches and like uh talking to some kids and i was looking at him like Ooga. <laughs> Ooga. <laughs> so my type has expanded from black socialist revolutionaries of the 60s. Um, okay. It has expanded from that. Slightly. To communist leaders. <laughs> <laughs> I think Will has a type, so if you're a communist leader, or <laughs> hit him <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. That's so funny. Hit me well, up. Well, I mean, it's kind of saying something, like, it's not just, like, random people that you're, like, looking at, it's, like, people who align with things that you value, which yeah. is good. Like, yeah. that's a good start, you know? Yeah, exactly. I didn't even finish my point earlier, which is that I'm usually attracted to people who are, like, very, uh, intelligent, and, like, um, I don't know a better way to say that, because I feel like that sounds very, uh, pretentious, but, huh. Or you could just say, like, mm, people who also, like, align with your values, like, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because, like, your, how do you think of the word intelligent could mean something else to someone? Yeah, no, that, that's spot on, though. Like, people who can speak to my values and speak to the things that I'm interested in better than I can. Okay, period. Like, that's... That's, that's good, though, because, I'm like, if you do that. end up, like, with someone like that, which you probably will, since you're attracted to them, like, you're going to be, like, forced to grow, which is... Exactly. That's, like... No, exactly. Yeah, that's a goal. <laughs> yeah. Um... I wish I could have fucking talked about PK without getting flustered. <laughs> because I have known this man for over a year, and I'm, so like, right. I'm sweating as soon as I t- started talking to him. I mean, talking about... Freudian slip. Freudian slip. No, it's not that. It's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, but let me say, like, actually good things about him. Because I started to be like, yeah, oh, ahead. like, not to shit on the people I used to talk to, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that has nothing to do with him. My point in right. saying that was, like, like being with him has been, like, so refreshing mm. in the fact that, like, our relationship is healthy and, like, it's there's a lot of, like, trust and a lot of, like, clarity and openness and good communication. Mm-hmm. So, literally, it was just, like, the... Okay, the reason I'm pulling in, like, oh, like, the people I used to talk to, because literally my standards were asked before, and then, you know, over, like, COVID, I took a long break Mm -hmm. of, like, even thinking about men, because I was Mm -hmm. so angry, and, like, needed to heal and, like, reevaluate my standards, 
and my priorities in terms of like dating. And then, um, and then I met PK and everything was just immaculate. I mean, obviously like we've also had to grow and like mm-hmm. learn more about each other and um, my insecurities did manifest into my relationship a little bit mm-hmm. just because I, I wasn't able to trust him at first. Um, but like we were able to like work through that and stuff. And yeah, now it's just good vibes. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. No, yeah, but yeah. everything's been very, like, reassuring kind of thing that like I'm, we're we're doing the right thing, you know. That is awesome. Is so that's my non-flustery way. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, oh, like I could talk about him for a long time, but I don't want to get too deep and like, you know, share everything about mm-hmm. everything. But I also don't, don't want to just be like, oh, he's sexy. Because he is sexy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, that's important. That is important. But, um, but that's important, too. Yeah, I had to... What's it called? Mm, redeem myself sure. for the past ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you only looked about half as sweaty while saying that as you did the other part. See, I can talk about my man's not sweaty. <laughs> talk to. Talk about... <laughs> No, I can talk to him without sweating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually. <laughs> Usually. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you did see me, like, down bad. Yes. I feel like anyone who knew me freshman year, God damn it, like, <laughs> y'all, y'all have some patience and, like, yo, I would not even be friends with myself now that like, it's the freshman year version of my, A mess. A mess and a half. My God. <laughs> Oh my god, ew, I can't. It's fine. We're here now. Exactly. Like, literally, I'm a healthy girl shit. Yeah. Genuinely. No, for real. You're you're on it right now. Yeah. I mean, it definitely took a little bit, but yeah. I'd rather figure it out at fucking 21 than, like, 40 and have a <laughs> yeah. midlife crisis. Be like, oh, I should go to therapy. Figure <laughs> it out before the kids. No, yeah. That's honestly my yeah. thing. Like, even before I was considering going to therapy, I, I've always considered it, but, like, um, having to deal with like health insurance and paying for it has always been like such a huge barrier between me like actually going mm-hmm. to therapy but like I always talked about wanting to go before I have children because mm-hmm. like generational trauma and like exactly. how to be a good parent and not traumatizing your kid but like now I just have a better understanding that like like it really does you know start with your own shit like yeah <laughs> But yeah, all good things, all good things. You know. Very good things. Good job, James. I, I feel the same for, because um, I don't know if I'm going to have kids or not. I mean, I'll probably have kids one day, but I don't know if they're going to be my own kids, whatever. Um, but I feel the same way for, you know, I need to go to therapy and deal with my own stuff before I start doing therapy. Like, and that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems obvious, you know, but uh, there are a lot of people who have our therapists and have not been to therapy and that seems horrible have unresolved issues because like I mean, how do you not project onto other people exactly like i mean you can project onto other people naturally even if you've healed shit but like a lot more because even like i realized this year mm-hmm. that like a lot of my react my reactions are like from triggers from the past like something that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with this person but like i'm reacting this way because like I don't know, unresolved shit that I'm just holding on to and then I project my feelings onto the situation that has nothing to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously I'm still learning how to go about doing that, but 
was definitely like the director at the station of like yes <laughs> because the, the shit that happened to you like makes you who you are you know so exactly if you don't address it yikes <laughs> and, even, and even learning like you know that projection isn't always negative like you can project positive things yeah um but it's still you know it's not just learning unlearning negative things it's learning how to communicate what you know in a way that is receptive can be receptive to anybody because some people don't want to hear positive shit like some people are in really bad situations and if you just tell them you know some things that you learned as a person who has not been in as bad of situations as that um it comes off as callous sometimes yeah um and so going to therapy, I mean, for me, one of my goals is going to be, you know, learning how to articulate uh, my feelings, not just like emotional feelings, but like feelings about the world better mm. um, and learning how to, uh, you know, communicate with a client. You know, I will hopefully will learn that uh, to a certain degree by just being the client. Um, and then, you know, therapy is good for a bunch of reasons. But also, you can go to therapy, and I, I think that there's more therapists that are like this than, like, you know, just haven't gone to therapy at all. Mm -hmm. um, you can go to therapy, and it just won't do anything for you. And not because, like, the therapist, like, you have a genuine problem, and, like, the therapist is just bad at their job, which can also happen, but in the way of, like, like you're a white person who has no idea about anything of any other culture... Uh, in dealing with any other culture in therapy or just literally interacting with cultures outside of white people whatsoever. And then you go to another white therapist who also doesn't know anything mm -hmm. about that. And then you say, oh, well, I'm, I've gone to therapy. Like, I'm ready to be yeah. a therapist. And then you get a non-white client and you just misdiagnose them or you, you know. That's a nightmare. Do some other shit. That happens all the time. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. That happens all the time. Yeah, I... Um was <laughs> I like low key was making sure that I didn't have a white therapist just because no yeah even in the beginning of going to therapy like just the microaggressions that I felt that I was dealing with like I didn't want to have said white person who doesn't not that they have to you know have experienced microaggressions or anything like that but I just wanted someone non-white because I feel like that already gets rid of a barrier kind of thing yeah but I'm not knocking it, like, I'm not gonna, because I'll probably have m more than one therapist in my life, definitely, mm -hmm. um, but at least for my first round, <laughs> I was like, mm, let me not tell my problems to a white person, because yeah. I want to feel hurt, and I don't know if I'll feel hurt if it's a white person. Exactly. But I could, you know, that could definitely change, I just know what I need right now, so. Exactly, it depends on what you want. <clears throat> yeah. Like, if you, if you have a problem that needs treatment from somebody who understands like uh you know not even specifically your culture because um you know you're filipina and your therapist is a black woman but just being a non-white person in general um and experiencing microaggressions and yeah. stuff like that if your problem needs treatment from somebody who understands that then yeah you shouldn't go to a white therapist <laughs> yeah most likely right yeah um but two if, plus two is four. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two is four. Right, exactly. But then the problem is most therapists are white. And that's that's the real problem. 
like if you go on psych today like psychology today which is like a big therapist directory like i don't know if that's what you did for yours but that's where i did for uh for mine the first time mm-hmm. um did i tell you about that by the way the first time i went no wait are you going right now no i went a while ago it was like it was last year it was sophomore year okay but it only lasted for one session because it, it didn't go well okay well, it did not go well. well you don't have it, to talk about it but. no 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 it's funny okay I'll talk about it uh, <laughs> it uh, I also I did the same thing as you I didn't want a white therapist I found uh, this black woman who uh, had worked in prisons um, and one of my favorite books ever is by a prison psychologist um, and so I was like oh you know that's perfect and it was a little weird finding her because she was on psychology today and I called her number and I was like, uh, hey, I'm here from Psychology Today. I want a therapist. And she was like, oh, I've been trying to get myself off that page for months. Oh, no. <laughs> but oh, then, That's funny. And then she literally said to me, but you sound nice. So oh, come on, oh let's, let's talk. <laughs> and she was very nice. Like, I don't, she's not like a bad person or anything. But um, so we do the session. And we're talking. And it's going pretty well. Like I was talking about like, um, what was I talking about? I was talking about like procrastinating and stuff. Uh, and she was very, you know, she was receptive and, uh, it was good. And then, uh, I was talking about a specific relationship that like was not good and had never been good. And she said, this was near the end of the session. And she said, uh, Hmm, well, I have a crazy theory about this. And I was like, Oh, am I about to get some like super insight? Like, what does that mean? And so I was like, okay, let's, let's hear it. And she goes, I think that you and that person were enemies in a past life. And that's why you're having problems now. So things that is completely out of your control. Yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, thank I can do jack shit with that information. <laughs> and things that, like, I'm pretty sure should not be a factor in a clinical therapy environment. Like... I'm pretty sure, Yo. <laughs> like, if you want to believe that past lives are a thing, like, do it. Like, if that helps you personally, and, like, you really believe it, then, like, amazing. How, but, how would she not start with, okay, but first, how do you feel about having a past life, blah, blah, blah. Right, so exactly. Because it, otherwise it's going to sound like bullshit. Like, exactly. If you're on the same page, it's going to be like, oh, period, true. Exactly. But... It's not going to give what it needs to give if the person doesn't believe it. <laughs> and it's, you know, supposed to be like a medical thing. I mean, it's like if you went to the doctor and you were like, Doc, I just broke my knee. And they were like, how do you feel about essential oils? <laughs> like, you would just be like, I'm going to get a new doctor. <laughs> no, yeah. And so I uh, had that one session and uh, didn't have another session. And so I still need to find a, another therapist. Well, I'll plug symmetry counseling because that's where I live. But yeah, I literally have my sessions. I think I can go in person if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot if I just sit in my bed and cry. Um, nice. So I have my sessions over Zoom, which is pretty convenient. Nice. So, yeah. Did you want to talk about the, the first session or did you just want to talk about so, it in general? Because you mentioned that, but I oh, couldn't tell yeah. which one you were talking about. Um, well, the first session I had, like, I literally was crying within the first two minutes, like, before our introduction <laughs> two minutes. happened. Like, I looked at the time, and, like, I 
Well, I just felt like there's so much leading up to going to therapy that, like, mm-hmm. I literally was sitting like this, like, and then oh. she was like, how are you? And I'm like, <laughs> but, like, I just had so much, and I felt really overwhelmed, mm-hmm. um, just because my, I was already having anxiety about having to fix a lot of my family issues, mm-hmm. because, you know, we're all mortal, so... I we felt are. like a, a push to like heal everything and fix mm-hmm. all my family issues and I was already going through a lot of stuff like so I just started crying for the first couple minutes <laughs> which was <laughs> pretty telling that I needed more sessions I guess but, um, <clears throat> no yeah I don't want to like get into it really except for yeah. just the fact that I did burst into tears like mm-hmm. I'm not even I, like I'm a bitch that exaggerates a lot mm-hmm. but like literally my session was at 10 a.m. I was mm-hmm. sobbing by 10.02. <laughs> and I couldn't even catch my breath. Like, it was... It was, like, full body. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was one of those. Mm. Um, and I was, like, apologizing. And she's like, no, this is your space. Blah, blah. I'm like, fuck. I'm not doing it. Fuck my space. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really rough. I mean, I will say, like, it's... I don't know. Overall, it's been, like, pretty challenging just because... I've also like okay, shut the fuck up, goddamn it. Um, just had to come to the conclusions that I now also have to learn to heal, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, uh, I don't know. It's definitely like put putting me in the right direction though. So I'll I'll nice. keep it pretty broad until I yeah have a shorter way to verbalize things. But I I think it's definitely good. And, Solid. Yeah, and my my like support system outside of that is very strong. And, like definitely the homies have pushed me to actually go to therapy, which I appreciate, and, you know, PJ has helped with that, too, so, I'm just, I'm very, like, grateful right now with where I'm at, like, I definitely went through some dumb shit last year, mm-hmm. just with my family's horrible decision-making consistently, um, but now, like, I just feel a little bit more stable to deal with all of it, mm-hmm. which I couldn't say without therapy, because <laughs> literally, like, every single time we'd have a girls' night, like, a wine night or something, mm-hmm. like, where we just supposed to, like, hang out, I would end up talking about my dad or my mom or some childhood trauma mm-hmm. or just something, like, really heavy that, mm-hmm. like, was clear that I needed that, like, there was some blockage that I needed to release kind of thing, mm-hmm. and so it just came out, like, all my trauma and turmoil would just leak out every single time I had a chance to be vulnerable like if I was smoking if I was Mm -hmm. drinking if I was you know whatever like you mean I'm crying I cried every (laughs) single time I was drunk like that's how Uh bad it was so yeah I'm just not there anymore (laughs) like I had oh my story time I had a really bad breakdown well knows but um in a bowling alley oh (laughs) PK also knows his roommates know not knows (laughs) what are you saying (laughs) There's a lot of, um, like, physical manifestations of my inner turmoil. <laughs> like sobbing and crying and other like things. Like wanting to kill myself in the bowling alley bathroom. In the bowling alley. I'm like, just leave without me. I should have killed myself. Literally. So, such a mess, such a mess. Also, one thing I didn't mention about PK is how patient he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because anyone who has to deal with me as, you know, as much as he does, requires a lot of fucking patience, so I will 
And we'll shout him out for that as well. Because mm-hmm. I'm a motherfucker. And I'm <laughs> mentally ill. I'm a mentally ill motherfucker. And that man is still with me. So here we are. <laughs> but it's because I'm sexy. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't be um, mentally ill and not be sexy. Not be sexy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I live by that. Anyways. That was, I feel like, how long have we taken? I don't know. An hour and 20 minutes. 117. Pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. Most most of them were like an hour to an hour thirty last yeah, I think time. So. How are we gonna do um, send offs this time? We uh, don't have to actually do anything. I because I was thinking about this, <laughs> and I felt like last time, uh, last season, we had the the idea of like the song, the podcast, the petition, yeah. and then we would never come prepared for any of them. Oh my god! I actually screenshotted stuff. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I should have put you on. No, I'm not. Prepared. But we can share. We can. It can okay. Be like a both. I, I can probably come up with something. Okay. This is just like last okay. time. No, but you okay. go first. Okay. So, um, there is a like mutual aid moment. Um, I saw these two on Twitter, but I'll just um read read it and then. Uh, okay, a black creator is in need of emergency funds for survival due to being immunocompromised. Finding employment has been tough. I've started an online cookie store, so please consider donating directly or supporting my shop. Thank you. And then um, their Venmo is B-L-A-C-B-U-R-R. Um, the PayPal is paypal.me slash... Oh, it's the same thing. Okay. And then the <laughs> Cash App <laughs> is... Um, dollar sign K I K I H O G A N sixteen, and then my other one is. Um, she's a black trans woman and sex worker. Um, she's been homeless for a year, and a bunch of other shit happened, which I I'm not I won't get into. But um, her Venmo is. T W I T T E R I N A. So if y'all have some extra cash or don't and you're just feeling generous, yeah, you can donate. Should we take a moment to talk about what mutual aid is? I feel like we probably didn't even say that once last time. That's true. Okay, you can you can start on that. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Essentially, mutual aid is. I mean, it's very simple. It's just helping people out in your community directly. So mutual aid is, you know, donating to um, people who are in need of it. Um, mutual aid, there are a lot of mutual aid organizations that you can join. There's one in Phoenix, there's one in Tempe. I think they're both just called Mutual Aid Phoenix and Mutual Aid Tempe. Um, I haven't looked that much into them yet, um, but uh, it, it, it really is the most direct form of helping people that you can do because you know you can donate to political campaigns or you can donate to nonprofits and that's a whole other thing nonprofits um, but mutual aid is literally like water sleeping bags tents food clothes clothes feminine products, products um, anything that people need on a day-to-day basis uh, providing that is providing mutual aid and there's also more complex things that can go into it, like providing, um, you know, volunteering to provide uh, psychiatric care, or like emotional support to unhoused people or stuff like that. So whatever um, you can help with, help with that. And that's yeah. mutual aid. Yeah. 
Um, so, I don't have any <laughs> mutual aid things prepared right now, but that's my explanation. Okay, I had two, so... Exactly. So it's for both of us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I, the one thing I want to add to, to, to this, the end portion, is uh, a creator that okay. we recommend. Like, I specifically, feel like, or just... Yeah, like a specific creator. Like, because I feel like I just have a lot of them. I don't know okay. if you do, but know. mine, the first one that I would recommend to like literally everybody is um, this person on TikTok. Their name is uh, Crutches and Spice. Uh, there's like underscores in it, like Crutches underscore and underscore Spice. Um, they are a, uh, a black queer disabled woman. Um, who just talks about disability disability advocacy and uh, uh, racial advocacy, um, queer advocacy, and also communications in general. Uh, literally one of the most uh, intelligent people on the whole app, very consistent in the videos that she makes, um, puts out a lot, and uh, yeah, it's just really, really a great follow. So that's my creator recommendation for Okay, um, fuck. I definitely had one, but, um, okay, mine is Monica Hernandez. She is a YouTuber. I don't know, she probably has other, like, social media, but I only follow her on, um, YouTube, and she has, like, a lot of variety in her content. Like, she talks about how, uh, like, one of her videos is, shaving is absurd. Body hair, body positivity, stuff like that. She also has this really, the Songer video that I started watching that's really good, um, and it's called Setting Boundaries, Why Grown Men Love Girls. Mm. <laughs> and oh, I feel like I've seen that in my recommended. Yeah, she literally, I think she was just like in her bedroom, just talking to her camera, and uh -huh. she's just like, she's very articulate, and mm -hmm. she just has a lot of good stuff to say, so if you got some time, you're doing laundry, washing dishes, walking outside, driving a car, like, she has a lot of good things to say, so. Nice. That's mine. And then a uh, podcast. I'm going to be real. I haven't listened to any new podcasts. It's still just You're Wrong About and Maintenance Phase. Okay. Have you still listened good. to it? Yeah, I mean, still good. There's still You're Wrong About update. This made me not sad because I understand everything has to come to an end. But, like, you know, uh, the co-hosts of that show are um, Michael Hobbs and, um, oh, my God, how am I forgetting her name? I literally love her. I'm literally like in love with this woman. It's not Rachel. It's uh, Michael Hobbs and Sarah Marshall. Oh my God. Jesus. You got there. <laughs> I got there. Uh, after like two, three years of doing the show, Michael left the show. Dude, that's like N uh, NPR Code Switch. Uh huh. The girlie that was on it, she left. But it's because she was on to bigger, better things, so I'm here. Yeah, I mean, same with Mike. Mike is now on Maintenance Phase. Um, maybe I haven't talked about Maintenance Phase last season. So Maintenance Phase is very similar to You're Wrong About, um, but it's less historical stuff. It's still historical stuff, but it's it's all centered around um, uh, diet culture and, um, and uh, ooh, excuse me, and uh, fat phobia, um, mostly in America. The history of that and uh, yeah just things like that and it's very you're wrong about style so they you know go over an issue and then they go over how it's been misconstrued and misconceived by the public 
Um, and it's amazing. And so it's Michael Hobbs, and then it's this uh, woman named Aubrey Borden, and she's amazing as well. So, and you're wrong about it still going. There's just uh, guests now instead of mine. Mm. So, that's my that's my podcast. And then mine is Manifest Daily. Um, it's on anywhere you can get podcasts, um, and it's by Deandra Nicolette. And I feel like she's like kind of on the rise. Like I've wanted mm-hmm. to follow her Instagram. She doesn't have like a crazy amount of followers, but her podcasts are very like insightful. She talks about it's like a spiritual lifestyle podcast. Mm, okay. Um, she's also very wise, and she's she's fun to listen to. She's like funny and like pretty upbeat and stuff. So mm-hmm. I like her. Nice. That's mine. And then um, my song is the Catch Up, the Catch Up, not Catch Up. The Catch Up. <laughs> My song is the mustard. <laughs> um, so yeah, I listened to that. The catch up. I didn't even think about that stuff. Okay, and that's by Ombre A N B R E. And go well. Nice. Can I use your phone to look it up? Because yes. I I was listening to it. It's by this uh, band called Oh Juke Jam. Nice. Um. Damn, what are they called? It's called Men I Trust. Oh my gosh. Isn't that like a woman singing? Most yes. Cool. Yes. And it is... Uh, I think Ava put me onto them. Ah. I, it's not a song because I... I mean, I have a few that I really like. I really like... Okay, so the album is called Uncle Jazz. O-N-C-L-E Jazz by Men I Trust. Um, I really like Tail Whip. I really like Say You Can Hear. And honestly... I love almost everything on this album, and I just don't know what the names are because I've only listened to it like twice, and there's like a lot of songs. There's 24 songs. But it is like the grooviest. It's like a... I I came to this realization when I was driving here and listening to this. It's like a chill summer vibe. Okay. Chill summer energy. I like that. Like like chill, lonesome summer. Ooh. That's that's my description of it. And it's fucking awesome. And yeah. You guys should listen to it. So yeah, that's it for episode one, season two yeah. of Gun Girl's Diaper, possibly with a new uh, profile picture, thumbnail. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's <All> right. it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>